Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Beat the Press podcast. Today is a very special episode. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the NBA. The Mavericks game just ended as I'm recording this. But on the line right now, we are about to call up. They call me Crafty from TikTok. For he's gonna be a special guest on the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is Crafty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now we've got They Call Me Crafty from TikTok on the line. Crafty. What's up? All right, so obviously, if you guys do not know him, he's a very big basketball fan, very big following on TikTok, 30K. Uh, He's a Dallas Mavericks fan. Yeah, or yeah, 29K, almost 30K. Uh, Yes, sir. Mavericks fan. How are you feeling about the Mavs right now in the playoffs? Oh, my gosh, it's a pain. It's a pain because, you know, as a team, we are not, we don't have as many, we don't have as much star power mm-hmm. as the Clippers do. So we've been doubted from the beginning. Yeah. But what a lot of people are forgetting is we have the number one offense of all time, style-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what really the big thing that sets the Clippers apart from us is their defense. And our defense is just lackluster compared to theirs. But if we have a good defensive game or a good defensive series, I think it's possible we can take it to seven games. But from what I saw from tonight, at least, notifications dude I'm, I'm mad about what happened tonight yeah especially with Luka going down with that injury I, I hope he's okay otherwise I don't know if Mavericks could win another game without Luka right well he came back into the game later yeah. so I mean I guess it's just gonna see how he's feeling mm-hmm. in uh, two days when we go into game four yeah uh I think you know the Clippers have a very good defense very good man-to-man defense all-around defense but honestly it's, it's tough to stop Luka I mean we saw that game one and two Luka played well even even today 10 rebounds 10 assists, 13 points. Slump game, but right. you know, he got injured, so. Right, and he, and he uh, from what I've heard, he was just not shooting efficiently yeah. even before the injury, which sucks, but um, like the thing that is crazy to me with Luka right now is one of the best defenses in the league with two two of the top three defenders in the league, wing defenders at least-wise. Mm-hmm. And then they have Patrick Beverly while they're out there. Montrezl Harrell's a beast. Lou oh, Williams yeah. is one of one of, if not the best six men of all time. Like, the team is stacked, and they're playing against two Europeans in their supporting class. Supporting yeah. And you know so what? So, just the fact that we've pulled one game so far is yeah. crazy to me. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people went into this series, you know, kind of doubting the Mavericks, but they've really proved, like, they've got a good chance to put this to game seven. Right, and I feel like a Browns fan right now, like, <laughs> in the NFL, because the way I'm saying, like, just wait till next year. Yeah. Just wait till next year. Because no matter what happens this year, um, I'm happy we even made it to the playoffs. This, uh, last time we made it was 2016. I became a fan in 2012. So, obviously, I had four years being in the playoffs and then four years not being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's, it's been a struggle being a Mavs fan. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to say I regret it because by no means do I regret it. It's, it. They're always one of the most fun teams to watch every year. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you guys got lucky, you know, had Dirk Nowitzki as a star talent and then once Dirk left, now you got Luka and Porzingis. So you guys are still a very good team, even without Dirk. Absolutely. I've been a Porzingis fan. So the reason I'm a Mavericks fan is because I was a Dirk fan first. Yeah. And the reason I love Dirk is because I've always had a... I don't know why. I love Bale Lambier for the same, for the same reason. <laughs> a big man who can shoot is just so... Well, before before it was actually normalized. Yeah. It was such a weird thing to me that I just loved it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I love Dirk. And then Porzingis was like a skinnier Dirk to me. Yeah. Um, and so I've always followed Porzingis and 
uh, in New York. And when I heard he demanded a trade, I was driving home and um, I looked down at my phone, which you shouldn't do while you're driving. Um, and I saw that we traded for him because we weren't even in the trade talks. I forget who was, but the Mavericks were not one of the three teams that was mentioned and who he could be going to. So I didn't even think that there was a possibility that we would get him. And then I was a little upset we gave up Dennis Smith Jr. because I have a Dennis Smith Jr. shirt. I love Dennis Smith Jr. But when, uh, I mean, obviously it looks like we won the trade in the long run. For sure. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, Tim Hardaway. He's been playing so well in the playoffs. Absolutely. Um, it's unfortunate Porzingis couldn't play last year. It would have been nasty to watch Dirk, Porzingis, and Luka. Oh, my gosh, yes. Put Porzingis down at the five, put Dirk in for his little pity minutes he was getting last year. Um, that would have been that would have been gorgeous to see. I actually saw Dirk's last game in Boston. Oh, wow. And that was, that was crazy. Because I don't know if you know what happened in Boston, but uh, Dirk shot ten times that night and didn't make a single shot. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, Boston was cheering for Dirk to yeah, get a basket. I, I they were literally that. trying to give him baskets. Yeah. Was... As a Mavericks fan, I got to witness that like live, <laughs> like there. That was the coolest thing to me. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your goat talk. You know, we uh, we've talked about uh, this. It's something <laughs> that I'm sure a lot of people probably refer to you as the Will Chamberlain guy. Uh, you think it's Will there. Chamberlain is the goat? Absolutely, 100. I believe he's the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I can see why, you know, obviously look at his stats, they're incredible. I mean, Absolutely. If we're talking just stats, which I don't even try to talk about stats too much when I talk about that, because I know people want to say they're inflated, which they yeah. are a little bit. I mean, if we're looking at stats alone, easily the greatest player of all time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, good Lord, it's all just high up there. Um, he was a walking my player. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Who do you think is like second greatest? Are you on uh, LeBron or Jordan? Oh, man, I flip-flop between this all the time, but at the moment, I think it's LeBron. I think, my thing right now, I think it's LeBron, but I think if LeBron could bring home the championship this year, especially, like, you know, for Kobe and everything, I think he will solidify himself as the GOAT for me. Absolutely. And Well, maybe not as the GOAT, because, you know, my boy Chamberlain. Thing, oh, yeah, of course, but yeah. But as a yeah, second yeah. for me, <laughs> over Jordan, I think that solidifies him over Jordan. And I think a big part for me is he was able to transform himself. Every time he went to a different team, he had a different role to play. First on the Cavs, he was just kind of like the young star. You know, he showed himself. And then on the Heat, he was a superstar. That was a different breed type of LeBron. Oh, my gosh, yes. Now let's move on to the Lakers. He's he's just a playmaker. He's like a Magic Johnson type. It's he had to play a lot of roles. Absolutely, and he's adapted to him very well. Yeah. He started off his career being an actual decent shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the Heat, became a pretty dang good shooter. I don't know what happened. We went back to the Cavs the second time, but he couldn't shoot for the life of him his first couple years back at the Cavs. Mm-hmm. But like the role he takes on when he played with the Cavs the second time, he moved from small forward pretty much to a power forward position. He gained a lot of weight of muscle. Yeah. And became swole. <laughs> yeah. Like he was sure. scary looking. Yeah. If you were to look at pictures from him as a rookie to him now, a couple years ago, like he, is, I think a lot of, I mean, we all know about his diet, how strict he is about his workouts and everything. He's nasty, man. I love LeBron. I'm not even, the thing is, this is the thing that people get uh, twisted when I talk about LeBron being better than Jordan on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I hate LeBron. Oh, wow. Well, you got to think, I'm from Ohio. That's, that's true, yeah. So, like, I watched him leave us. Yeah. And the whole decision, everything just ruined it for me. I was only like eight, but still. 
Um, it like my brother uh, was a LeBron fan, had a LeBron jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a LeBron jersey anymore, to say the least. No. <laughs> um, and like as a young kid, seeing my brother go through that emotion, my brother's my best friend in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So seeing this, I was like, it made me hate LeBron. I wasn't even a basketball fan yet. I was just like, I hate that guy yeah. so much. Terrible guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of inner hatred, I guess, for him has stayed with me. But like, as a basketball person who wants to eventually talk basketball for a living, mm-hmm. like I can't deny his greatness. Oh yeah, for sure. No matter whether I like the guy or not. Yeah. So uh, when did this? When did Dirk Nowitzki come into the picture then? It's a really funny story, actually. Um, right. <laughs> I can't remember if it was 2K11 or 2K12, but it was oh. the year 2012. And I was playing 2K with my buddy Taylor. Um, and we were playing the All-Star game. It, it, this is literally the weirdest way you'll ever find someone to become a fan of a team. But we were playing uh, We were playing 2K, the All-Star game. Um, I was the West, obviously. Yeah, all and, the team. Right, Abby, I mean, come on. The East <laughs> is never compared. No. And I was just... I, was, I didn't know any of the players or anything. I was not a basketball fan. And I was a Celtics fan, quote-unquote, at the time because mm-hmm. my dad was, and I was a big uh, Kevin Garnett guy. Okay, yeah. Um, I've always liked power forwards. I don't know what's up with me. But Dirk scored 55 points in that game that I was playing on, like, oh, wow. five-minute quarters. So he was going off. Yeah. And I looked at my buddy Taylor. It was like, whatever team he's on, that's my favorite team. And then I became a Mavericks fan. Wow. And it was really unfortunate timing because it was the year after we won the championship. <laughs> so it was, like, kind of... It went downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that, yeah, that's the story. that Mavericks run is nasty, though. I mean, you look at Dirk Nowitzki. He had to overcome so much talent. I mean, just basically by himself on that Mavs team, it, it's it's incredible, really. Right, and he didn't he didn't have an all-star with him. Yeah, and he had to face many all-stars. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so he had to face the Lakers. Thunder, is this the right one? I don't think this is the right one. Uh, but, all yeah, that was... A great series for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then like LeBron didn't play well in that series, mm-hmm. um, which we got lucky for. Um, you could try to say that uh, who was our small forward at the time? Uh, oh, Sean Marion. You can try to say Sean Marion showed down, but Sean Marion was old. Yeah. Um, it just LeBron didn't play well. Uh, Dirk was on top of his game. Jason Kidd was on top of his game. Jason Terry was shooting lights out per usual. Like we were just on our game, and the Heat were off of theirs. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest championship runs of all time because it was the last time players won without an all-star. For sure. Um, let's go back to the GOAT talk. So who is your, I'm sure you've talked, I know you've talked about this on your TikTok, but let's bring it back up. Top five best players of all time. Okay, so my top five. Um, number one, Will Chamberlain. Yeah. He is the most athletic player of all time, guaranteed. He is the strongest player of all time, guaranteed. The way he was able to adjust to the game as well because the thing that people don't realize is the biggest thing people will say is he was the biggest stat patter of all time. I got that comment today and it just made no. me angry because he's he's not. That's yeah. not how it works. He was so in the beginning of his career, he did the same thing Michael Jordan did. If you watch the last dance, you'll hear the story is where they talk about um, when Phil Jackson came in. He was like, hey, listen, you're playing amazing individually. And no one called Michael Jordan a stat patter. Mm-hmm. You're playing amazing individually. It's great. But you don't always have to be the guy with the ball in your hand. Yeah. And when they told Wilt this. He stopped scoring 50 points a game, went down to, I think it was uh, 25 points a game, and led the league in assists and got his team a championship the next year in Philadelphia. Um, so He could do it all. I think that he was he was versatile. The only thing that you can find a flaw in his game is his free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. So 
So, I mean, same thing with Shaq. And people don't deny Shaq's ratings because he couldn't hit a couple free throws. Yeah. And then I got number two. I got LeBron James. Um, I put him over Michael Jordan just because of his strength and athleticism. I feel like he's on a different level than, than Michael Jordan's. His dunks bring more momentum to the team than Michael Jordan's. I know yeah. that's like a weird argument to make, but it is. I feel like, you know, Jordan, he's kind of... When you watch Jordan, it's it's different. He like he floats around the court, but LeBron is just way more electrifying. Oh, he's so powerful too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like LeBron did a better job making his teammates better. Yes. Because I I feel like Michael Jordan, um, people give him too much credit and not enough credit to the greatest coach of all time in Phil Jackson. Yeah. Because and that team wasn't winning until Phil Jackson showed up and turned that team around. Yeah, and obviously Scotty. I'm not Scottie. saying Michael Jordan wasn't his centerpiece, but Phil Jackson made that team what it is. Oh, yeah. And Scotty, Rodman, and Kuko oh, definitely yeah. helped. I'm big Scotty Rodman is fan, another so. player that I think is like super underrated. Oh, people sure. don't talk about him when they talk about Michael Jordan, which yeah. they, should. they should. They should be the same conversation there. Oh, yeah. And then number three, obviously, I got the homie, LeBron, not LeBron, Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, and then number four and five, uh, are always a little interesting for me because I have trouble past the top three. You could interchange so many different players. Yeah. Um, but I feel like at number four, you have to put the the most lethal score in NBA history. Well, not lethal, but the best score, most points for, uh, ever. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Man was a beast. He had the most unblockable shot in NBA history. He was an amazing defensive player, uh, six-time MVP, multiple-time NBA champion on the Lakers and on the Bucks. The dude just couldn't be stopped. No. You just couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number five, I always flip-flop between Magic Johnson and Bill Russell. Okay. Um, you can't deny Bill Russell's impact on the game. Obviously. Um, the yeah. way that people play defense, the way people chase rebounds. Um, but then you also can't deny how Magic Johnson pretty much created the positionless player. <laughs> That's, yeah. He, could ba- he played basically one through five, yeah. I remember I was he watching. He played center in yeah. the uh, final, in yeah. the finals. Uh, why? Well, that was Kareem was out, correct? He had, or ejected? Yeah. yeah. And so he had a. I think, no, I think he was injured that game oh, or yeah, something there you go. because he, he played the whole game at center. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think about because I forget what his stats were that game, but I'm pretty sure he got a triple double at center. center. That, I mean, it's insane. I could totally understand your top five. Mine, you know what? I honestly don't really have a top five. <laughs> like, it just. Every I had to day, pull my list to find out who was at four and five. I had to pull my list. <laughs> Yeah, it's like every day I feel like my list always changes. Like, number one and two is always LeBron and Jordan. And, like, some days I'll wake up and I'll think Shaq is in there, Kareem, Kobe, uh, you know, Wilt, obviously. It's just... Still. Oh, go ahead. I said, Wilt still. That's the man. Oh, That's yeah. The <laughs> yeah, you know, some days I'll wake up, he'll be in there. Bill Russell, it just... It, it really just depends on the day. So I can't Absolutely. really give you a solidified top five list. Yeah, and everyone's top ten is like the top two are always the same yeah. and then after that that's when it's like well people can flip flop charles barkley's got the worst top 10 list i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> everyone's top two is the same except for yours apparently yeah okay yeah <laughs> everyone except for mine um the thing is i <clears throat> i uh, my tiktok bio says i am uh i'm tiktok world chamberlain Africa. yeah because the thing is with all these we got all these people our age and even younger when they talk about basketball most of the time, they're putting LeBron in number one because they've seen him play and they never saw Jordan play. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I disagree with LeBron being in number one, uh, number one in their eyes because, like I said, I put him over Jordan too. Mm-hmm. But it's their list is always full of the newer players and they only want to talk about the newer players. So I feel like my job on TikTok a lot of times is to bring in the old basketball. Remember, like, remember what was before 
LeBron and Michael. Yeah. And when I started doing my research and everything, that's when I started finding that I think Wilt Chamberlain is the best player of all time. What I did is I watched, it was when I first became into basketball, and I realized that I love the sport so much, I wanted to start like being able to have meaningful conversations with people and possibly do it as a job. Mm-hmm. And I watched top 10 videos from uh, watchmojo.com, uh, NBA tapes or whatever their name is. Um, and I, uh, just YouTubers like Mike Corzen, but people like that. I watched their top 10s. I found out who their top 10 was. And I went and researched what order I would put them in. And after researching, I was baffled by the fact that people had Will Chamberlain in like six or seven or even in some list 10 or not even in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching, when I started like researching into him, more than just his stats, I was like, this man is undoubtedly one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball, but no one talks about it. Yeah. Because like when people talk basketball, it's LeBron, Michael Jordan. Oh, you exactly. can't forget Kareem. What mm-hmm. about Magic? What about Kobe? What about Shaq? What about Will Chamberlain? I don't feel like he's ever talked about enough. Whether you have him in your top 10 or you have him as your number one like I do, I just don't feel like he's ever talked about enough. That is that is very true. You seem very passionate about Will Chamberlain and I totally respect it. I don't right. he's he, I mean you could almost call you he probably he is he is a pioneer of basketball and the game today. Absolutely. He was one of the first African American players to be accepted in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And even when he was in college, he had troubles um, I heard this story from a friend. I don't know exactly how true it is, but I heard it from somebody at a graduation party who um, had met Will Chamberlain, which I thought was the weirdest place for me to meet someone who's met Will Chamberlain. <laughs> and he was talking about it. And he said that uh, Dayton, uh, Dayton, which is a uh, school in my area where Obi Toppin is from, yeah. um, is was one of the top places that Will Chamberlain was going to go. But the reason he didn't go is because that, um, as accepting as Dayton was. Uh, Ohio being one of the more, you know, liberal states at the time where they would, they were, when we're accepting of the African-American community, um, they still kept Wilt Chamberlain in separate places. And uh, when they were eating, when they were eating or something, I'm trying to remember the story as correctly as possible, um, they would have him, like, stay wherever they were and everyone would get carry out and come eat with him. But he still wasn't a fan of that. He was like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm accepted here. Oh, which is weird because Kansas at the time was, at least from what I've learned in history class, was one of the most racist states. Yeah. But I guess he felt more at home in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's close to my heart in so many different ways. And even if, like, I do not expect anyone to change their top one, or their, not their, their best player of all time to Will Chamberlain, from mm-hmm. what I say. Yeah. Because obviously you should do your own research. Yeah. And whether you think it or not, it's an opinion, and that's what how basketball works. It's Most of it's opinionated. 100%. Unless you say Alex Crusoe's the GOAT. That's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I just... The biggest thing I want people to learn from my TikToks is that it's okay to have an unpopular opinion as long as you have a backing to it and you stand by it. And you've done your research into it and you at least know what you're talking about. Totally. That's going to be about all the time we've had. Thank you so much, Crafty, for coming onto the show, explaining. I know a lot of people out there learned a lot about Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, especially me, you know, I, I, I am a fan of Will Chamberlain now. Thank you so much. You're welcome, man. Absolutely. It was my pleasure coming on the show. Thanks for having me on. And I can't wait to listen to this and brag about it to my friends that I'm <laughs> on a podcast. All right. Thank you so much, Crafty. Peace out. Uh, peace out, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was They Call Me Crafty on TikTok. Make sure you go check him out. Uh, you can learn a lot more about Will Chamberlain, a lot more about basketball. He is definitely one of my favorite basketball creators. 
go check him out. That's going to be about all the time we've had. Thank you so much for tuning into the Beat the Press podcast show. That's going to be it. We have got a football episode coming out soon, hopefully sometime next week. Um, problem. Try to get my friend on that show. He said he would like to be a part of it, so we'll see how that goes. A lot more guests coming soon. 